Hello again, you're listening to the News at One. More than 23 million people facing hunger. 98% of people not consuming enough food and an urgent need for more than $200 million a month to prevent starvation. That's the stark warning today from the World Food Programme in Afghanistan as the country slides deeper into economic collapse following the takeover by the Taliban. The WPF says the country is facing an avalanche of hunger and destitution. We've been speaking to the World Food Programme's country director in Afghanistan, Mary Ellen McGrorty. Good afternoon, Brian. Yeah, the the evolving um, food security situation and hunger situation uh, today in Afghanistan is actually absolutely horrifying and terrifying. Um, Yeah, we're in winter. It's actually snowing in Kabul this evening. Um, So temperatures are dropping rapidly. Over the last couple of days, we have just seen the economic implosion manifest in a huge depreciation of the local currency. So over the space of three days, the price of food going up by by 20%. So the situation continues to get worse day by day, week by week for those people who are are really struggling at the moment. A price increase of of 20% in weeks, does does that mean that families that had just about been managing up to this now are, are really plunged into crisis? Yeah, indeed. Yeah, I mean, it's it's just a collision, uh, a, a collision of stuff coming together. Yeah, and, and people that were sort of managing to get by, uh, but managing to get by because they had reduced the quality of the food that they were eating, they had reduced the number of times of days in the day that they were eating, are now really, you know, being pushed into crisis as well. Because, I mean, the simple thing here, like just bread, is becoming really unaffordable for most people. So the situation has moved to one then where millions are facing a situation and enormous difficulty in relation to food security, now to hunger. That's the word you're you're using. Yeah, I mean, it is. And I mean, it's, you know, we've um, had the terrible thing of witnessing how the situation has evolved over over the last two months and particularly over the last couple of weeks. And I have been outside of Kabul. I've been out in some of the provinces. And, and I, you know, I'm meeting men who are scavenging in the bins to try and feed their children. I'm meeting women who haven't eaten for days as they try to keep the wee bit of food that they have to feed their children. Everyone I have met are terrified for the winter. They're like, how am I going to feed my children? How am I going to keep my children warm? Uh, we get very cold winters in Afghanistan and, you know, the price of fuel and gas for heating has also um, gone up by 20, 30 percent in recent days. And what is the impact of this? Is it is it possible to assess at this stage, Mary Ellen, the impact of this on the most vulnerable, particularly children and, and older people? Yeah, I mean, particularly the children, we've seen over the last the last two months the, the number of um, sadly emaciated children coming into nutrition centres and coming into hospitals, you know, doubling and trebling. Uh, I was in Kandahar quite recently, like in, you know, the hospital is full to capacity, over capacity, three children to a bed, uh, you, you know, clinging on for life. Many of those are children, two or three children from the same household. Uh, their mother sitting by the side of the bed, you know, gray, uh, gray from hunger herself and just, you know, praying for some reprieve. Uh, you, you know, it's it's just desperate, and that's what we're seeing. It we're seeing it in in the children manifesting in the children as you know, I mean, as they become just fall into malnutrition, 
last week I was out and I met a mother, you know, she, her child was severely malnourished, uh, was, was, um, uh, did recover, but because she had no food at home, she was back again a couple of weeks later with the same child and another one with her because they just had no food at home to feed them. The World Food Programme, as people will know, has been uh, appealing to the international community for, for quite some number of months now for urgent financial assistance to be able to get food supplies into the country and get them distributed. What's been the response to those appeals? Yeah, I mean, I have to commend the, the generosity of donors who's given us money to get to the end of December. Uh, however, for, for 2022, uh, to do the minimum we need to be doing, given the scale of the crisis, that we are seeing at the moment. We will need $220 million a month, uh, $2.6 billion for the year to reach 23 million people in 2022. That's a huge number, but at the end of the day, it, it, it translates into just $100 per person for the entire year to pull people back from the brink of starvation next year. And the urgency of that is underlined by the fact that you're saying because of the, the winter conditions and the remote the remoteness of many parts of Afghanistan, uh, those supplies need to, be, need to be got in as soon as possible. Yeah, I mean, we need to be getting the supply chain, uh, you know, packed up now so that we can get into the, the mountainous communities. We've managed to pre-position in some of the highland areas. Uh, but now, I mean, as the snow begins to fall right across the country, more and more communities will be cut off. So we're, we're really in a race against time for the winter and the height of the winter, but we're also in a race against time for the people themselves, as we've seen the malnutrition increase and as we've seen the desperation increase over the last eight to nine weeks. And we are talking here, Mary Ellen, about many millions of people at risk. Yeah, many millions, many millions. I mean, because everywhere I go, um, I, I'm they're just the queues and queues of people and people who never had to come to WFP, WFP before and, uh, for, for support. You know, they've, it's either farmers who have lost their harvest, their entire harvest because of the drought. There's no jobs available. So, you know, I mean, normally they would have went to the cities to try and get some work to replace that harvest. The women, the women who have lost their jobs as a middle uh, class has been ruptured. Uh, the women that can't go to work, many women who are, you know, the head of their households, the only breadwinner. Uh, it's it's terrible. Huh? And what about the, the Taliban, the, the Taliban government of Afghanistan? Uh, wh- what kind of capacity or willingness d- does it have um, to try to come to people's assistance? Um, at, at this juncture, I, I don't think that they really see that they have much capacity uh, to be able to assist. Uh, I hope uh, that they appreciate the scale of the crisis that's in, that's in front of the people of the country. I talk to them when I when I am out because I, when I you know looking for and hoping I you know to get unimpeded what we call unimpeded humanitarian a- access and so that we have our independent assessments and our independent distributions. They are standing back to let us let us do our work and let us deliver the humanitarian assistance to those who are most in need. Um, but still, I mean, it's it, it's going to be a tough road ahead. For the- for the people of this country. You've explained what the, the World Food Programme is looking for from the international community. What, Mary Ellen, is, is your message to the Irish government? Yeah, I mean, Irish government it is. I mean, it, it's, you know, for that support for the humanitarian response. But I, we also need, and Afghanistan also needs, you know, for the, you know, 
part of the part of the issue at the moment is is the economic crisis that's befallen that's engulfing the country. We need some bold uh, solutions that allow some oxygen back into the economy of this country, so that people, you know, so that there is work available, so that people can earn a livelihood. Because if we don't get a, you know, as well as the humanitarian response, we don't get a solution to the economic implosion. The hues for humanitarian assistance are just going to get longer and longer. And where do those sort of solutions, those economic solutions lie? I mean, there's obviously some debate around the freezing of um, Afghan assets uh, after the Taliban took over around the world. Should that be looked at again? Yeah, I mean, it's it's looking at, you know, how do we how do we get um, money into the economy? How do we, you know, protect uh, the critical institutions like protect, protect the health service, protect livelihoods? Uh, protect the education sector. So it is, yeah. I mean, it's those those very difficult geopolitical solutions, and and you know, looking for some some level of pragmatism to be able to move uh, to pull the country back from the brink. Mary Ellen McGrorty, Afghanistan Country Director for the World Food Programme, speaking to us earlier on the line from Kabul.